And I'm Dave, the Bionic Blogger. And this is AMP, podcast for people with limb loss. Hey Dave, happy post-Thanksgiving. Yes, did you survive? I had a great time. I had a great time. Turkey with the family, a full house, and then a lot of shopping Thursday night. So it was all good. I did see a picture on social media from Kohl's. Yes, yes. The more you know, the more you Kohl's, I think is their motto. But my motto was, we planned, we shopped, we conquered. I'm very happy that Thursday night into Friday morning was everything that you dreamed it would be. It, it was awesome. It, well, so we brought Robbie, who's 11, and my niece, who is 13, with us. So they, they really got into the spirit of it. And they were very good at um, hanging out at the register and grabbing carts when people were done with them. And, um, you know, they, when I checked out, the person actually commented that we had the biggest savings and the longest receipt of the night so far. <laughs> Yay! You must have been very proud. I am so excited. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, yes. And our shopping is pretty much done. That is really fantastic. Yes, except for the Kohl's cash. So now I have to go back to the store and and use that, but that won't be a problem. Okay. Yes. So what about you? You had a good holiday? I had a very nice holiday. I drove up to Connecticut, spent, uh, spent Thanksgiving with my side of the family. It was delightful and everyone behaved and um came back down friday had a a nice weekend and then um got to see got to see my in-laws with with my wife tonight and had a lovely dinner with them so all in all a great weekend and you know that we're just starting the holiday season and tomorrow is cyber monday so even more sales so i'm very excited but what also is exciting this week is on Tuesday, it's Giving Tuesday. What is Giving Tuesday, Peggy? So Giving Tuesday, so Saturday we had Shop Small Saturday where everybody was encouraged to visit like your mom and pop, pop shops and support small businesses. Cyber Monday is the day for sales. Uh, Giving Tuesday is really the day to to support nonprofits and charities in your area or nationwide or international. It's a really big fundraising push. It's mainly through social media. I know that tomorrow or on Tuesday, you're going to see a ton of um, fundraisers on Facebook. And that's because the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, again, is matching donations up to, I don't remember the number, but it's high. Um, several million dollars they're matching the donations so basically it's a two for one uh, for a lot of charities so a lot of people are going to be starting fundraisers so I think people are going to be inundated with fundraisers in their feeds and there are a lot of great charities out there so we're using this podcast to kind of just talk about some some niche Nonprofits in the limb loss, limb difference world. Uh, some that people may not be aware about, aware of, and to just provide, provide a little bit of information. We just picked five. The list would be very long. This is by no means exhaustive. Um, but we just wanted to provide an overview of the kind of charities that are out there if you're looking to, to support maybe some smaller nonprofits and, and see your donation used in some different ways. 
Yeah, and I think that um, we tried when we were looking at this list, Peggy, and you and I were talking. I think you identified early on that focusing on focusing on nonprofit organizations that really did have um, a focus that might be quite distinct and maybe very specific or unique uh, was something that we were interested in highlighting. So uh, as we walk through the list of nonprofits uh, in this podcast, note that they really do represent a range of different types of uh, groups that are out there. Uh, working for the disability community generally, very often for the amputee community specifically. And um, also, as you said, Peggy, these are representative of uh, many more organizations out there. And if we tried to provide a comprehensive list, frankly, we would have had to delay this podcast for another month while we were both did the research and aggregated the data and then um, compiled it in a massive database, which we just did not have the time to do. So this is meant to be illustrative and to provide people a sense of the kinds of things that are out there. Exactly. So without any further ado, um, our first highlighted nonprofit is going to be the San Antonio Amputee Foundation. Um, it's a support group that started in 1997, serves the San Antonio, Texas area, although on social media, they have a much larger reach. If you're in the area, you can meet up with them on the second Saturday of every month at the Warm Springs Rehab Hospital. They also have ski trips that they go on. They also uh, sometimes sponsor individuals to receive prosthetics. They have a lot of physical activities that they do. They do a lot of things in the community that aren't necessarily related to limb loss, but just basic community involvement. Um, we chose San Antonio IPT Foundation because they do, it is a great support group, but we wanted support groups recognized. And it kind of makes sense to pick this one because it was founded by Mona Patel, who was up for CNN Hero of the Year. And we are going to include a link to to vote for her for CNN Hero. Would love to see the limb loss community and the support group community recognized um, kind of in this international level. It would be really, really cool. And Mona is a great person. I've known her for years. Dave, I know that you have known her for years. Um, so I'm sure that she would appreciate your vote. Yeah, Mona's Mona's really a remarkable woman, and um, she's given so much uh, to so many people in the limb loss, limb difference community. And um, if you don't know who Mona is, in addition to voting for her, if you just Google her name and CNN together, you will uh, be able to see a, a quick about I think two and a half, three minute long video, which provides a really nice overview of who she is and what the San Antonio Amputee Foundation does. Uh, there are a lot of support groups nationwide, so if you want to use some of your Giving Tuesday donation funds to support a support group, but you'd rather keep it local, uh, you can look for local support groups in your area that I'm sure would appreciate your your generosity. I agree. Makes sense. All right. Uh, so the next one is the Orthotic and Prosthetic Activities Foundation, commonly referred to as OPAF. Um, I'm excited about this one. I guess in full disclosure, I am going to be a board member starting in 2018. So I'm very, very excited 
to serve on the board and to help this organization grow. Um, it was founded in 1995, uh, basically to provide financial support for the 1996 Paralympics. Since then, it has really, really grown, and it has two main goals. The first one is to raise public awareness about physical disability, and the second one is to improve the quality of life for patients through health and fitness programs. They provide what are known as the first clinics, and they provide them all through the United States. Uh, There's first dance, first climb, first kick, first swing, first fitness, first volley. Uh, Basically, they attract individuals with disabilities to try an activity with instructors in a safe and supportive and fully adapted environment. So if you, if you are new to limb loss and you really want to learn how to dance and a first dance is coming to your area, go. It will be an awesome experience. Uh, they're always pretty laid back. They're not extremely formal events. The, the main thing is to have fun, to feel comfortable, and to try, to get out there and to try. So that is OPATH. Yeah, and these first clinics are really great events because they're not targeted at high-end, um, you know, super athletic individuals. This is for anybody who just wants to experience some form of adapted sports, uh, whatever whatever the disability. So um, there's obviously a particular focus on limb loss with OPATH. Um, but um, I can tell you, I mean, you and I have both known Robin Burton, who's the executive director of this organization for years. And Robin works tirelessly to put these events on. There are so many around the country. We've put them in the um, AMPT online calendar uh, through 2018, uh, sorry, through 2017, the full schedule for 2017 as it existed when we launched that calendar. And we'll be updating that in 2018. If you have a chance to go to one of these events in a town near you, we really encourage you to go. They're fantastic. Absolutely. Um, There are lots of events all throughout the country. So do, if you were in the area and you hear of one coming to you, try to go and then let us know what you thought. Uh, Dave, do you want to take CAF? Do you want to take the next one? Sure. So Challenge Athletes Foundation, uh, generally known as or commonly known as CAF, is an organization whose mission is to provide opportunities and support to people with physical challenges so they can pursue active lifestyles, specifically through physical fitness and competitive activities. And uh, one of the uh, most well-known activities that CAF is involved with is the giving of grants to individuals with disabilities so that they can receive the necessary equipment and training to uh, participate in athletics, ideally um, at at the highest levels uh, for certain uh, for certain people. So um, we see a lot of grants for prosthetic feet. Um, we see a lot of grants for things like hand cycles, um, and certainly grants for training from really highly qualified individuals who've got specific expertise working with people in the disability community. Um, CAF hosts a, a raft every year of rising star camps and clinics. Um, we, uh, we will post these for 2018 when the schedule becomes available again on our calendar. But these are great clinics, uh, the, the, probably the ones that are, uh, that I'm most familiar with because they're ones that my company during my day job sponsors are their, uh, running clinics. So this takes amputees of all ages and activity levels and it takes them through 
uh, basic gait training exercises and mobility exercises all the way up to running over the course of about a two-hour clinic roughly. Uh, fantastic events. They are Life-changing run- events. Yeah, like, they're run- We have both been to them. They're life-changing. Yeah, I've been to several. I've brought my kids to them, and my kids have helped, um, you know, set up and sort of uh, be support staff at these things. Um, you're, you're, you know, you're being trained at these clinics by some of the best, two best uh, people out there. One of them is Bob Gailey, who's a physical therapist, and the other is Peter Harsh, who's a prosthetist and has worked with a lot of elite amputee athletes. And they are at these clinics and um, do a great job of of training people up. Um, and then the last thing that, um, everyone has probably heard about at one time or another or seen pictures is the annual San Diego triathlon hosted by CAF, uh, fantastic event. I have actually participated in this, uh, several years ago. I took a running leg, um, or I took the running leg in a, uh, in a team that, um, had to, I had to complete the full roughly 10 mile course. I think it is, um, incredibly, uh, incredibly amazing day in La Jolla. If you can make it there, it's always in October. Um, they have a whole sort of park set up, um, near the start and finish line where, uh, you can spend the day and just see the, see and play and do some amazing things. It's so if you have kids who are just hanging out, they can do things there. There's a, there's a, a morning, very early morning, uh, short race for kids uh, to participate in. And then there's the full triathlon and it's, uh, it's an amazing, amazing event and they do a great job. They've been doing it for years now. And if it's something that you haven't had the chance to do, being in La Jolla just on its own is a great thing to do um, if you can ever get there. So if you're looking to do it, go there in October and uh, participate. Absolutely. They do a lot of good work. Um, So the next one that we have to highlight is the Heather Abbott Foundation. Uh, Heather is a survivor of the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. Um, and since then, she has really epitomized kind of turning a tragedy into something uh, good and using her platform to really reach back and help others in the community and especially those that that are, are uh, dealing with a traumatic uh, amputation like sh- what she went through. She provides a lot of guidance. She also provides grants for prosthetic assistance and for financial assistance. Um, she does a lot of really good work and we encourage you to check out her foundation. Nothing to add. That was a great summary. All right. Um, and the last one, uh, we chose a nonprofit that provides service dogs for individuals with disabilities, either uh, physical or cognitive disabilities, uh, and amputation and limb loss obviously is among those. Um, they are the Canine Companions for Independence. They have been established since 1975, so, you know, over 40 years. Uh, they provide assistance dogs at no charge to people with disabilities. And this really sets them apart from a lot of other 
companion dogs and a lot of other service dog providers where there is a fee or charges or things like that. Uh, this organization is a complete nonprofit. They work a lot off of, of the generosity of donors. Uh, last year, they graduated 294 uh, teams so far in 2017. Yeah, they, they tend you, to average, Peggy, sorry, it was a little confusing the way I set it up, but they te- it looks like they average over 300 teams a year in general. Right. Um, which is a lot. That's a lot of dogs kind of going out into the communities, helping people. And what do service dogs do? They can open up doors. They can pick up dropped items. They can go and retrieve items from other rooms. Um, a really, a dog, if, if you're dealing with limb loss and you're having trouble with mobility or upper extremity issues and things like that, and you feel like a dog might be right for you, we encourage you to check them out. If you are an animal lover and would love to contribute to an organization that pairs highly trained animals with people in need and who make that relationship happen, we encourage you to check them out for your generous donation. Yep. And also, if you're interested in learning more about Canine Companions for Independence and whether or not you qualify, they have a a, a few simple screening questions available on their website, which we link to. And um, from there, it I assume, though I did not go all the way through and, and click through, uh, it would get you to a, a more formal application process so that you could be considered. Yes. Yes. I was actually at one point considering getting a, a service dog, but... I was quickly vetoed <laughs> by my cat-loving family. Damn them. I know. I know. That's all right. I haven't given up hope yet. You, you shouldn't. Dogs are great. They are great. They are great. So, But I don't really know that I would need a service dog. But if I did, I would definitely check them out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those are our so, organizations, Peggy. And- And again, this is not an exhaustive list. We just wanted to provide people with an idea of the types of nonprofits that you might want to look into when considering your donation for end-of-the-year tax purposes or to celebrate the holiday season or especially for Giving Tuesday. Um, So with that said, I think we've covered it. All right, Peggy. Great job. Thanks for identifying this topic. It's not one that I didn't even know that Giving Tuesday existed until you actually uh, messaged me about it this morning. So I think it's a great topic and it's certainly a timely one. Awesome. Happy to help. All, All right. right. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Bye. 